Welcome in. Hey. Welcome under. Welcome under the apron. The podcast Welcome. where we expose the pink underbelly of the gritty, disgusting service industry. Ooh, hi, Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Under the Apron, sticking the dirtiest dishes 24-7. Also, y'all, I know you hate this. I said it once. I said it a thousand times. Fuck me up with that synth wave. Yo, the intro, outro music, L-O-U-V-E-R-S, Louvers. Check them out, louvers.bandcamp.com. Right. Friend of the show, John, making That's weird right. synth music over in his basement in Staten Island. I just got to meet John in, in person for the first time. So oh, yeah, love you, you, John. Thank you so much. Love love your music. And he was talking um, to me about making a theme song for us. He seemed pretty serious about it while we were talking next oh, to Oh, was he uh, talking to you about it? Yeah, he, we, next to the knight in suited armor in the, in the house. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, speaking of serious, I would like to introduce my host this evening. You know know him as Ron White, but I call him Tater Salad. Welcome. Goddamn. I love. <laughs> is that your southern accent? That was yeah, horrible. Yeah, you know it's funny. I watched Ted Lasso for the first time last night too. I should definitely have a southern accent right now. Hi, how y'all doing? I've been smoking a cigar and I got my fingers up a twenty-five-year-old waitress for about the last seventeen years. That was so much better. So much better. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Speaking you. of guests, though, we have one this evening, which we will get to in just one minute. We are going to give you a little bit of rundown for this evening. We are going to do some news. They're going to hear a uh, fun little story from our guest, do a little topic roulette. We'll talk to him a little bit. We'll do some fast five, which is five spitfire questions at the end. And then we will do some plugs, which I think he might be the second person ever to actually have something worthwhile to plug. <laughs> yeah, his butt. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of his butt. I would like to welcome local bar owner Williamsburg mainstay Phil to the show. Welcome. Hey, welcome. Well, how Phil. are you, y'all? What's up, guys? Woo! Uh, Phil is a a staple in the neighborhood, and him and I have known each other for about ten years. We used to bartend together. Um, he used to be a regular at my bar, and then he moved on to owning his own place, which is killing it in uh, Greenpoint. It's the 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 local uh greenpoint just neighborhood bar that everybody fucking loves and everybody loves it because of phil and his goofy ways and i love phil and it's nice to have you on phil i love you too yeah it's exciting um we will talk more about your bar 100 it's still the same place right yeah yeah it's been there for uh i don't know like four and a half years what's it called phil it's called Jimbo Slims. Yeah. Why is it called Jimbo Slims, by the way? I don't think Yo, I why is so, it yeah, called so, Jimbo uh, Slims? Uh, so my um, my business partner's dad is Jim, Jimbo, and he's kind of a, uh, well, he's not slender. So ah. there we go. Oh. Oh. Is that actually his normal, like, everyday nickname, or is that just something that went with the business? I, I think I think mostly both. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, no, no it's, 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 it's his normal everyday nickname, Jimbo. I like Jimbo. Like, people call him Slim. Is the thing? Why are you all of a sudden not have a shirt on? Hey man, I want. Thank you for addressing that because <laughs> I have no idea what go with that one. It's the nicest day of the year, guys. I'm going shirtless for sure. You act like it's like 85. Let's now. go, oh, let's go, go shirtless. There we go. Hilarious. Why not? There we go. <laughs> I love it. Um. All right. Let's just jump right into some news, and then we'll get to know Phil a little better. Um. One of our stories is from where it's always from. Take a guess. Florida. Florida is the correct answer. <laughs> the armpit of America. Thanks, Florida, for listening. Uh. So there was an HOA down there, homeowners association. For those of you who may not know what that is, who ordered like a shit ton of pizza from this place. Uh. This is like obviously during the pandemic. The guy who was working. 
what is happening over there? The guy who is working. This is great for a, a audio medium. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the guy who was working there was already struggling um, with his bills and stuff. He was working a second job, you know, blah, blah, blah. The whole terrible thing that happens during COVID. And he delivers like a shit ton of pizzas to this HOA for like this big meeting or party they were having. And so much so that the owner of the pizzeria had extra employees on. They had extra people coming in early. And he gets home, he gets, or not home, he gets back to the uh, the pizzeria and the owner asks him, he's like, how much tip did you leave, they leave you? And he says they rounded up a dollar, so 87 cents. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he like didn't believe it. They showed him the slip. Then he got uh, like 30 bucks out of his drawer and gave it to like each of the drivers. And then he banned the entire neighborhood from ever delivering or ever ordering again. I love that. that That's fucking awesome. Dope. Good Isn't that for crazy him. To, yeah, man. to ban the whole place. Yeah, well, protect. Yo, I mean, who? That is effective in the sense that like everybody in that area is for sure going to hear that story, and yeah. now you know. You better tip your fucking delivery right. people, and, and the people who got xed out will probably remember to tip their delivery people the next time around too. So that's, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah, it is. You know what else is cool? There, a pop-up ad just came out. The new 90 Day Fiance season starts on. Woo! Sunday. Let's go. So there's I another little piece of news. <laughs> Phil, you're on that show this season, right? You're on 90 Day Fiance. Well, well, well yeah, but you know, it's uh, it's. <laughs> His I've episode didn't it. air because of inappropriacity. <laughs> uh, don't worry about I it, Phil. I celebrated their entire 14 seasons. You'll be on <laughs> it. You'll, you'll be on it soon. You and me both. Um, all right. Number two story coming out of Kansas, I think for the Ooh. first time ever. Lawrence, Kansas. Um, there was a mass resignation at a Kansas Applebee's. Essentially, what happened was an executive for that franchise of Applebee's in Kansas sent an email out that someone somehow found uh got a, their hands on that essentially said you know with gas prices going up because of the fact that our mainstay employees like servers you know bartenders cooks etc work paycheck paycheck to paycheck they're, they're going to need to work more hours which works in our favor and we can might even be able to pay them less because they'll be so desperate for money so obviously this email got shared out um one dude actually printed out like 50 copies and put it all over the store before he quit <laughs> uh and then one of the managers also quit and gave away all the food that people nice. had already ordered that day like nice. comped everyone's check he said they didn't even close the restaurant they all mm. just like left and so it turns out supposedly for what applebee says um they fired this guy they said, you know, that he's, you know, one person does not represent the views of the company. This guy's, you know, about just, uh, you know, speaking for himself. Like he even said the labor market is about to turn in our favor due to higher uh, gas prices and um, harder times and inflation. Uh, so people were super pissed about him, obviously. And like 14 or 15 people all quit. And um Essentially, Applebee's is like, oh, we're so sorry. This, you know, should never have happened. Um, but it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, damn. Well, good for that, man. Well, stand up for your fucking rights. There's better jobs than working at Applebee's anyway. Go find a, somebody who takes care of you a little bit. Yeah. Dude, it says here, manage, salaried managers make 40 grand a year there. And we're oh. working 60, 60 hours oh. a week. Bro, you, you can imagine pay me working 60 hours a week at Applebee's for 40 grand before taxes, probably. You couldn't pay me 40 grand to manage an Applebee's for a week. I would not. Four, four, four days. Four, uh, yeah. yeah. Four days, you did? Four days back in 98. You, Ooh, that was like Applebee's oh, yeah. heyday. This, this, Damn the, uh, my, my, my trainer told me I might have some sort of personality and I might work out. So I was like, <laughs> I, 
So I went and took my paycheck. And they're like, your next uh, shift is, I go, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say if you still have his contact info, you should send him a little invite to the bar that you own and be like, "Hey, oh, do I have enough best friend? Do I have enough? Do I have enough? Still talk to this guy? <laughs> I have no idea what he looks like. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm curious. I'm sure. I'm sure he's just really angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, hopefully one day he walks into Jimbo's and you can be like, "Hey, do I have a personality now? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I quit. I quit during training at two different places. One was Hakkasan in the city, which is like that Asian nightclub place that everyone loves. It was awful. Uh-huh. And another one was just like a pizzeria on the Upper East Side. It was like my first place I ever went to in New York. <laughs> so Philly, Philly cheesesteak. By the way, I just want to say hey. I am so... I we're always excited to have guests on. They've all been good friends of ours, but like so excited to have you on, man. He, you're such a, Me too. first of all, I fucking love you. Second of all, we don't see enough of each other. So it's nice just to catch up a little bit, but third of all, you're such a staple in the neighborhood. Everybody fucking loves you. And it, it's fun to, to yeah. have you on, man. So um, when he, first, you he first told me, Phil, I'm like, Phil who? And he's like fucking Jimbo Slims. I'm like, Oh, Phil. cause I was like, I was like, I don't know, Phil. And he's like, dude, Phil. I'm like, Phil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Phil on this fucking show. Yeah, yeah. The guy who most likely sexually harassed you at some point. So <laughs> I, I, I I have video. Yeah, yeah, we all do. Um that being said, I think uh it's time to hear a story from our boy Phil. Phil, do you have a, a story for us? Yeah, yeah. I've been actually thinking about this for the past uh, about like seven minutes, and I think I have one. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. Perfect. No Amazing. preparation. Very yeah. well. Okay, prepared. so uh, uh some of the funniest things in bars happen in pretty much two places. Bathrooms and by the front door. First Bathroom was going to be my first guest. Fights, I, fight, I would not have fights happen in the front door. People get weird. And then bathrooms, can, I'd be having her funny. <laughs> About 15 years ago, this guy comes up to me. He's like, uh, there's somebody passed out in the bathroom. I'm like, okay. Open up the stall door. Very, very, very large man. Pants around his ankles. is <laughs> on the toilet. So. I was like, okay. Are you pointing at me up. right now? Yeah, you know oh, yeah. why I am. Fucking yeah. try to wake him up. Try to wake him up. Try to wake him up. Nothing's working. Go out to the bar. Turn the music all the way down. Lights all the way up. And I said, is anybody missing a friend? I need help. Is anybody <laughs> missing a friend? A large, and, sleepy guy. Anyone oh, friends yeah. with this guy? So went and tried to wake him up again. Didn't work. So I did the next best thing. I invited every single person that could fit into the bathroom. Grabbed, <laughs> I grabbed two pitchers of water, two pitchers of water, dumped it on the guy's head. Not a peep. All of a sudden, we wait like 30 seconds. He looks confused. A guy walks into the bathroom at the same time. He goes, Oh, that's my friend. <laughs> I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? All this. I was like, Come on. Yeah, so basically everything funny happens in the bathrooms. Uh, uh, by the way, the guy was, um, he was not a happy camper after that. I, I, would I was going to ask. That's the thing. When I was thinking about that, like, you don't know how friendly or if this guy's armed or anything. You're like, let's just throw water on this sleeping drunk guy. Dude, Phil oh, does not oh, give oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like 22 and just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I probably still do the same thing today at 41, but still. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You're worse now, bro. Well, I'm, Listen, I'm a thousand times worse. Phil. Uh, yeah. There we go, baby. Let's go. I felt right. out of place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three shirtless. Let's do it. No, but uh, that's fucking hilarious, man. 
<laughs> I, I feel like I'm a different different kind of podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> Fantastic. Is this part of your ruse? Yeah, we should start an OnlyFans. Uh, yo, call it Only Hams. <laughs> only, only, only aprons. Uh, mm. uh, uh. All right, we'll workshop it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> um. So. Moving right along here, do uh, Chris, you you got a topic for us? I do have a topic. So essentially, for people who don't who have listened before, or for Phil who maybe didn't read the email, which is the vibe I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just everybody loves you. <laughs> Everyone loves really I, I, long I, I, bullet pointed emails. I understand yeah. they don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just do yeah. it to because I'm I don't know thorough. Yeah, thorough, thoroughbred. Wait, if you looked at me, wouldn't you be like that guy's fucking thorough? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you take, especially when you take your shirt off. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, we will give you a topic that you are not aware of, and you will do the same. We'll talk about each for seven minutes, and then that's it. Uh, it's pretty simple. So my topic is actually related to what you're doing now, um, and it's kind of a specific topic in that I am curious. Essentially, I want to talk about the transition from you know bartender server employee to manager owner boss uh with you know friends colleagues and co-workers that you know you don't, don't necessarily you know like you wouldn't necessarily want to have to like you know what i mean i don't know how to describe that like you know people you're friendly with yeah basically man going from bartending to managing right. or essentially own, i could just end of the sentence right then but with, with friends specifically right it doesn't or have to be. It doesn't have to okay. be with anyone. Let's just say okay. anyone. Sure. Just in general, making that because I mean, I'm sure we've all. I mean, none of us have owned anything but you, so that you have a different perspective that I would love to hear. But I mean, I've managed. You've managed, right? Yeah. No. I've managed to. Laurent's like no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> fine. Fine. But I would love to hear your perspective on, like, when you first made that jump. I actually remember going in like right after you had bought it because like Laurent was like telling me the whole story and how it came about and, um. Well, because uh, for for the listeners at home, Phil jumped from career bartender, having been around for what 15, 20 years, however long prior to that, just working in bartending yeah, bars, yeah. and then to a very quick jump to being the owner and essentially the manager of of his own place. So I, I would, yeah, I'm interested to hear that too. Like, what what was that like for you? Well, I mean, it's 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 a. Uh, I I really didn't think a lot of things were going to change. Um, but you have to think about a lot more. Uh, just going from uh, doing all the ordering, doing the ordering, all kind of stuff, having to worry about legalities and things like that, and then um, having having to have employees is kind of weird. I, I I never want to use the word boss. That kind of like she calls you boss and like kind of freaks me out. Someone calls and, you uh, boss. You said, yeah, I don't like that. Um, but 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 the, but the, but the amount of freedom I have. It's also something that I need to kind of like, uh, you know, wind in a little bit. It's not like uh, you're, you're free to do whatever you want, pretty much. But right. also, uh, when, when you find yourself uh, having the freedoms to uh, to uh, to wake up in the booth at the bar a few times a week, you got to reel that shit in a little bit. We had another um, guest that did the exact same thing a lot, but he did not own the place. Yeah, he was just an employee. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, no! It's not the first place I've fallen asleep in. <laughs> <laughs> like, like not, like not even close. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's really cool. Um, I feel like thinking uh, about things like, you know, uh, insurance, uh, you know, 
LLC, like kind of liability stuff, like you said, like legal stuff, like that kind of shit, like seems like very overwhelming. Okay. So, uh, that kind of stuff, you know, I, I think about, but I, I have, uh, I, you know, I, I have business partners. So, okay. uh, there's, there's one guy who deals with all that. So basically I, nice. I have the privilege, I have the, I have the privilege, like, like privilege, privilege to just be mostly like having fun there and uh, kind of putting on That's the show, awesome. if you will. Uh, so it's kind of a spoiled brat role. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It, it is a spoiled brat role in it. But um, you have to do like scheduling and all that shit. Like you, are you such yeah, like the operational, I, no, the operational GM, if you will, for, for all intents and purposes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I, Phil, I, 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 I do all the ordering. If it breaks, I figure a way to fix it on my own or who to call to come in and fix it. Uh, there's a problem with uh, any person that comes in, you know, deal with that because, you know, lots of times people have personal problems. Right. And, um, but yeah, but, but uh, for the most part, usually that kind of thing takes about. 20 minutes of stress and 20 minutes to deal with and it's done it's really not that big of a deal but i i, I um, would be i'd be interested to hear phil specifically about what it's been like for you to have to be manager owner whatever however you want to uh you know say it for with having employees like what's the how's it been for you to have to be the person to kind of keep hold these like people dynamic yeah, like you got to be the dad now, and you got to give pe- people spankings every now and then. Yeah, I mean it's 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 two and it's two and far between, but I, I I do that's the last thing I ever want to do. Right. But uh, you know, like the last thing I would do is fire somebody. But ha- but uh, having to sit down whenever you say to anybody, "Hey, let's meet up at the bar before work." Everybody knows exactly what the fuck is going on. Right. And neither of us want to be there. Neither of us want to be there. Um, and I've had it a few times. I've had to let a few people go. Uh, a few people I did not want to, but you know, have to. Yeah. And then, uh, and then a couple. It was like good riddance. <laughs> um, I'm being so fucking vague right now. It's not even funny. I don't know why I am. Why am I it's not? Why am I being so vague? It's all good, man. Tell us all the tell us all the names of the people I, that you. Fired. Yeah, I want last <laughs> names. I want email. I want addresses. Yeah, with apartment numbers. Our visitors well, want our listener, visitors. Our listeners our visitors. want to visit these people. Thank you for visiting us, um, Chris. How about you, man? You 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 did some management. What what was that like for I you? I did. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard. At the same time, though, I don't I don't mind telling people what to do and shit. I mean, I kind of like it at times. <laughs> um, though I don't like being the heavy unless someone deserves it. But if, like if someone deserves it, like I'll fucking call them the fuck out. There was this girl that she was just utterly useless. And I was like, you are utterly fucking useless. I don't think I was a manager at the time. I think I <laughs> this was later. I think I was just a server along with her, but I was like the head server. So like I was in charge because the manager like did nothing but drank Jack Daniels after 8 p.m. So like someone had to do something. And that was me. Thomas. This is St. Thomas. Yeah. Granted, that's a little bit of a stretch from what, the, what a manager should do. Um, right. But yeah, no, I have managed. I also do enjoy the responsibility, although I've also been on the other end of what he's talking about, like fucking getting written up for shit is like, like, oh, I honestly, was, half the time, I just want to be like, I mean, we're me and Laurent worked at a restaurant where they would write you up. And I just want to be like, you know what? Oh. Quit. Like, I don't even care. Like, yeah. I'm not seven years old. And that's not detention. What am I? I remember I used to sign them all Uncle Leo, like the episode of Seinfeld. I remember, yeah. Where, 
and I would sign every write-up for him, Uncle Leo. So that if, if they were ever like, is that your signature? I'd be like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Just like Jerry does when he gets busted by the post office. Um, uh, I, I'll just, I know the, the time just ended, but I'll, I'll just say this, and Phil, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I, I find it fascinating how, cause we've been, Chris and I were at a place where a guy who was, uh, working with us, got promoted to manager, worked at a bunch of other places where people got promoted to manager who I worked with. And it's always, who are you talking about? I got promoted to manager. Like the guy that. who was the sommelier. He was already a manager. Oh, really? I, I thought that he moved up. I don't remember. No. I, I Okay. And I think he case, moved up when he actually got like certified in that shit. But anyway. Right. Well, either way, I've worked with other people who've done that. And and more often than not, what I've seen is people who very quickly lose sight of what it was like to be on the floor and get and, be, and become assholes. No, that, I mean, I, I know for a fact that's not you. And I think Laurent would say the same thing about you. Yeah, yeah. No, not 100% no. But so my point is like, it's crazy to watch even people who, who should know better taking advantage of their power or just being so, so angry because the job sucks that they take it out on their employees. And again, we've spoken about this, but the, the perfect manager to me is pretty fucking easy. It's, it's, I respect you. I treat you like an adult. When, if you're fucking up, I say, Hey, Phil, you got to stop sexually harassing all these women. And then we go, and then (laughs) aggressively in a nice way though, in an aggressively nice way. And then, and then we go after I tell you like a, like an adult, Hey, this is what you're doing wrong. We move back to being who the fuck we are. Right. You know, and and that's so simple in, in, in principle. And I, but I've only seen it happen a couple of times. As a matter of fact, Phil and I worked for one of my favorite managers and she's still kind of the manager at the bar that I still work at. Oh, awesome. Who does exactly that. She treats you with respect. If you, if you're fucking up, she's going to tell you in a way where you hear her, but otherwise she lets you live. And beyond that, she understands her space. So we work at a fucking dive bar where everybody's drinking, everybody's fucking, everybody's whatever. She doesn't, she has like a don't ask, don't tell policy basically. And but she 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 understands she knows that, what's going because that's worked perfectly forever. Yeah yeah no exactly we I mean she learns from the I the government it. but no uh, I think that no. was Bill Clinton. But like <laughs> on on paper was, we're not right? on yeah sure uh, I I never asked but on, on paper uh and she never told <laughs> that's right uh she know we're not supposed to drink there you're definitely not supposed to be doing drugs there and but she knows that's all going down she just. She knows how to toe the line in a way that like makes sense. Phil, I think you were working there and I thought about this story recently. I wanted to share it on the podcast. So I've been working with for like four years. We're working Saturdays together. She's my manager and she knows that I fuck around, but she like basically turns a blind eye because she, because I do a decent job behind the bar. One day we're at closing and it's just her and I, and we're we're doing time. Exactly. Uh, And we're doing the money. So it's her and I sit next to each other. Counting tips, counting the register, and she goes, "Hey, Laurent, I need a ten. I need a ten. Do you have a ten? Reach into my pocket, pull out a ten dollar bill that I had forgotten somebody had given me earlier, like a folded up ten dollar bill. He's like, here you go, man. I I open the bill, and like a movie, a bunch of cocaine just explodes into the air, <laughs> like like legit, like like a perfect. I, I can do it, this. I can do it again if I tried a hundred times." Just a, a gram of cocaine Oof. just explodes right in front of her face. And I, I turned to her. She's 
sitting ne- on the stool right next to me. It's like down. all over her knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's already like all coked up just from the air. And all, and she just turns the other way. L- literally just slowly turns her stool to have her back to me. And I swipe all the fucking coke off of it. And she doesn't say anything. We turn around and we just keep doing our money. Like, well, she, saw it. It. she saw yeah, it happen, right? Yeah, dude, it was nobody. People saw it three blocks away. Like it was an explosion of cocaine. So I lost a gram of blow is my point. And I'm still upset about it. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I bet that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it was really good. It's, it's, it's probably still on top of the urinal. Yeah. It, it is. <laughs> oh, really quick. Speak, speaking about funny, uh, funny uh, blow stories. This girl I know coined the best phrase ever. So we get into work at like five o'clock, and she's still like this, this little mousy voice. Hey, Phil, do you want to stretch before you run? That means at five <laughs> o'clock we would go into the walk-in cooler. Do a bump and a shot of Jaeger out of the bottle. I'm not stretching for your run. Wow. Starts. Dude, Boom. that is fucking gold. That's another that t-shirt for sure. Stretch before you run. It's great. Stretch before you run. I think that's a good yeah. idea. Uh, it, it's a terrible idea, but it worked no. out great. <laughs> I mean, we all got fired, but yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Do you, Have you prepared a topic? Um. Or do you yeah, have a I mean, topic like, you so, can so, spit out right now? We're we're talking. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about this. Let's talk after hours. Okay. Right. What what about them? <laughs> uh, the good, I mean, the bad, the ugly. Oh sure. my god! Like nothing good happens past then. You ever like work at a club or something like that and leave and go to an after hours? I had never worked at a club. Period. But I've been to like after hours oh, god, places in my so, life. You're so much better off with that then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's terrible news. Uh, well, you know what? Let's just go back to my, my original topic. Bathrooms. <laughs> okay, let's do it. That's way better. After hours bathrooms. I love it. Or After just bathrooms in general. Dude, our, our, our homie uh, Dylan, who who was uh, was on the podcast. You've met Dylan before, Phil. He's got the long red hair. Um, yeah, I love Dylan. Dylan's great. Dylan's great. So his father is like the part owner and main manager and bartender at Bar, which is in the Lower East Side. Yeah, it's great. Which has one of the most like ridiculous after hours that you could possibly imagine. They have these red velvet drapes over the window, so you have no idea what time it is. Even if the sun has come up, you can't fucking tell. And they let everybody in and just basically- Is it a legit after hours or not legit after hours? I mean, there. what's a legit after hours? I mean, like, there's there's legal there's no, no, places that have like a liquor license for after hours. Selling. Is that true? Yeah. I don't think that's true anymore, but maybe maybe me, it is. Let me Google, but Google, I'm pretty Google. sure that's true. I'll Google. But Google. they used to Google. do the thing on New Year's Eve until 6 a.m., but they just continue. I have no idea. Either way, <laughs> they've been doing it for very for reliable time. information coming from Phil. Very, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, who, who told me it was legal? Some guy at the bar. Phil. Yeah. The, <laughs> go the with vac- that. No the last vac- name given. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, this guy on the train told me the vaccine's not even real. Uh, no. So, uh, but and at this after hours, which is one of the only places that I would ever go, mostly I would just go hang out and then we just get sucked into it. But every once in a while, I'd go pop in after like after a shift. Dude, speaking of bathrooms, only place I've ever seen in my life. You walk into the bathroom stall. It's a pretty small space. There's just a urinal and a toilet. Four guys over the age of 50 just do railing bumps of blow at like six in the morning. Half the people who come in there are like over 50 and they're all dude, they're all going harder than we do. Until like eight in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Aren't you guys all supposed to be at like a what breakfast do you think buffet they do right for now? Work or is this weekends? 
I, I think it didn't matter. I was like, I, I, any day of the week. I'm too, yeah. I remember when I first moved here. Speaking. Of, oh wait, no, we're on bathrooms. Forget after hours. Um, come I, back to me. Bathrooms and after hours. <laughs> I was reading. So it looks like this after hours thing might be not legal ever. <laughs> I could have sworn there's like legal after hours clubs. I mean, how do they get away with it then? Because they're like they're pretty brazen. Like the actual like clubs that are after hours. Dude, oh, I, I, I've been in places in like like I've been Sea Town to like eight in the morning before we we, we all have. We all have. Where's Sea Town? Oh, Chinatown. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I said that. I, I should. I mean, I should. L. A. I literally should have known that. And why? What a jerk. No, uh, but dude, like the place that I work at, not the one that you and I did, Phil, uh, has been doing an after hours the whole time because the owner doesn't give a fuck. So like it's pretty much become an established thing. And it's so fucking frustrating. I, this past Friday, I was working there and I'm trying to get out of the bar. I, I like I want to go home, you know, uh, and at, at 3.30 in the morning, because now everybody knows that it's okay, that there's an after Oh, yo, and working there would be a nightmare. I'd be sucks, like, get the man. fuck out. I am it done. Sucks. Listen. Three o'clock. Nothing to pass after three. Nice. On the, on the other bar? Yeah. Nice. I, on, on the other end of that, there, I mean, to be fair, like there are nights where I'm, I'm ready to roll and it's a lot of fun to have all your homies come sure, in. But, that, that you, but the problem is you got to be in the mood for that. Dude, 100%. And nobody asks. I don't right. get it. Like, it, right. it's not like it's not like I get a text like, hey, man, are you doing this tonight? It's just four or five different groups of people. Because now not only does a, do these specific people think that it's OK, now they're bringing their friends because it's the after hour spot. So at 3.30 in the morning, I've got the whole bar clean. I've got most of the customers out. I'm, I'm ready to get the fuck out. Right. And, uh, and wave right after wave after wave of the drunkest people that you can imagine because it's 3.30 in the morning. They're all coked up and they're like, they're ready to go. You know, I would and, be so annoyed. I would be like. No way! <laughs> I'd be fucking. I'd be holding that door like fucking Hodor in Game of Thrones, bro. Yeah, it's it can get. No really one's getting in, dude. Nothing they, good. Nothing good happens past three. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> that was this place. Like it was like a members only place in Philadelphia. I went once. I was not a member, but the person I went with was. Um, and like it was way after hours, and there was like no laws. It was just Thunderdome. People are doing cocaine on the bar. People are smoking cigarettes. People are drinking behind the bar. I mean, it was just insanity. It was, I think it might have been like some kind of like members only like gun club, but like in Philly, which made no sense. I don't even know. Um, it actually just makes sense. I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I went there for a buddy's bachelor party um, and he was the member. So he took us all in there and it was bananas. Like I, I eventually was like, this is crazy, man. Like we should get out of here at some point. Like, yeah, this, this place that I'm talking about, the, the after hours thing started. I happening. just realized we switched to after hours and forgot about bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, so it turns out it worked. Uh, the, the, the after hours thing started during the full on COVID shutdown. And this, this bar was one of the only ones that was open in the neighborhood at the time. Like nobody was even going to open because it just wasn't worth it for them, but we did. And because we were one of the only spots open, we got a lot of customers and because it was COVID, nobody was fucking policing the shit. So we would just stay open till five, six in the morning. It became so quickly well-known as like one of the only bars open. And also that they have an after hours that a, a customer and friend of mine came in and she's like, dude, I got to tell you this story. I'm getting, 
a vaccine shot, either a vaccine shot or a, no, it couldn't have been a vaccine shot at the time. It was uh, a COVID test in Manhattan. This bar is in Williamsburg. Get a COVID test in Manhattan. And the nurse is talking to the two nurses are talking while they're doing it. And she goes, yeah, I got to go. My buddy's uh, I'm going to this after hours place in Brooklyn. The, the nurse is talking about this in Manhattan. And, and, and yeah, and, and she's like, oh yeah, what's it called? She's like, uh, I think it's called e- supposed to have like this really crazy after hours and this girl's like what the fuck how do they know about this shit yo that's crazy yeah yeah. you're getting fucking manhattan nurses get out of here that's when you've lost all control it's gone too far the first time on i saw laurent put on rollerblades that someone had and (laughs) skate around the bar i shit you not why did someone have rollerblades there's just a Dude. pair of shitty rollerblades there that there's, it's still there. The, the wheels are squares. They're so fucked up. <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it, it, it did not work out well for anybody. No, no, no. For sure not. Yeah. I mean, it sounds great. To be honest, uh, I feel like the pandemic brought rollerblades back. I see it a lot when I'm out biking on the bike paths. People yeah. Rollerblades. Yeah. Yep. Well, the 90s are just coming back in general. Everybody's wearing Janko jeans and using fucking disposable cameras and Yo, rollerblades. Well, I want to ask... Mainly the Rana question, but either either of you can answer. Do you think I, as a teenager, wore Jenkos? Yeah, I would think that. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> you were bullheads, but you, everyone you still, thought you, you, I don't even know what a bullhead is. At Pac Sun, I don't know. I did shop at Pac Sun, hundred percent, but I didn't Absolutely. buy we anything. Did. I didn't buy anything Jenko shaped or size. Uh, I, 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 bought, I bought the straight leg ones, not those things like double yeah. barrel skirt bullshit. Pac Sun was uh, more we, for like belts, hats, flip flops, and hoodies and t-shirts and everything, and, uh, everything and, above and, the waist. And shoes, that's pretty much yeah. And shoes, yeah. yes, vans, yeah, shoes, hundred percent for the internet, yeah. But isn't the reason that you didn't wear Jankos, Chris, because you were the one who originally came up with the idea for Jankos and then they cut you out? <laughs> I mean, once you see the denim made, you don't even want to wear it anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I was so sick of it. You look like the guy who invented Jankos. <laughs> I fucking wish, man. I'd be, I'd be wearing a much nicer no shirt than this. You know what I mean? My tattoos yeah. would look better. Hell yeah. My hair would be more trimmed. Billionaire. <laughs> billionaire. I can only assume Jenko. There's a Jenko billionaire somewhere out there somewhere. Dude, they, they, they're having a Mr. Jenko now. How did, I I've heard that, how, and I don't know how, how did they how did they stay in business for this long? They haven't, That's I haven't heard. Like, there's still a website. Is there still? A, let's check. I mean, oh, please do. I would love to know this. Oh, it already auto filled. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll, Look at I'll this buy idiot. us all matching ones for Halloween, <laughs> or just tomorrow. How about tomorrow? It's fine. <laughs> Oh my, these jeans are $200. These jeans are $300. Yo, these are stupid. Yep. These, now, are they quote unquote like, vintage or are they new? Yeah. They're oh, they're new. For sure. Oh, they're new. But, I mean, yeah, this, Jenko's not selling used clothes. <laughs> like, they're not a goodwill. People aren't donating their Jenkos back to Jenko. I'd rather get like, these Jenkos. The, 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 the entire back leg is like jacked up from stepping on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather go on the side. I'd rather wear Goodwill than Janko. So yeah, oh, they no. do have camouflage overalls, but they're sold out. So <laughs> oh, fuck. they just lost yeah. my business. You yeah. know what I mean? We'll get a tattoo of them instead. Um, speaking of Jenkos, check us out Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, and let us know what kind of jeans you wore in high school, <laughs> or if right. you do like talking Jenkos. You know what I mean? Fucking yeah. free- get at it. I mean, every single one of my friends wore Jenkos except for me because I was like, "You look like a crazy person," and, and if giant- you want to. They look insane. Insane. Hot topic. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you if you want to really uh, 
up the ante listeners out there. If somebody wants to take a pair of Jankos and turn it into their restaurant apron, I'll, I'll send you 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, yo, yo, that's great. Yo, send us pictures of that. Genius. First of all, I'll I mean, you right could just now. cut it in half. Yeah, he's about to make. Yeah, but the problem yeah. is you got to buy a $200 pair of Jankos <laughs> cut in half to get 50 bucks. I'm telling yeah. you right now, I know you don't do the finances, but that's that's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's a loss. This is why they don't. I, I, I will, I will steal all the accessories from Spencer's gifts, like he did in high school. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. So while you're there, pick me up a poster of some scantily clad ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's um, hit fast five. We're gonna do fast five Spitfire questions. You give me first thing that comes to your mind, and that's it. Super easy. All right. This is for you, Phil. Yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least he's not falling asleep like our last guest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no offense to Dan Davies. He's great. He wasn't actually he, sleeping, but he looked like he was <laughs> sleeping every time I looked at him when he was yeah. head was down. Yeah. All right. Number one, name two of the seven dwarves. Sleepy and dopey. What would, would you want to live forever? No. Do you respect Kanye West? No. <laughs> the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car. Uh, 120 something and prison movie you're going to prison forever but they let you bring one dvd what is it bound by honor <laughs> it's a it's a two and a half hour prison movie i can learn some shit oh my god <laughs> yo everyone loves to pick movies about prison yo i feel like this, is this one of those ones with the, is it a lady prison where they're like fighting in the shadow oh no oh no no it's definitely not no you you crushed those that was great also, I think this is a movie. But, 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 one, one question. Who the fuck is Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the case. Oh. I wish I didn't know. He, I will he, say, oh, this is also a book. Bound by on a movie. I gotta find this thing. Also knows Blood In, Blood Out. Oh, yeah. I've seen there it. There you go. Okay. There you go. There you yeah. Go. I watched this with a girl act. Oh my God, it's three hours, ten minutes. Yeah, I know. You, what you else are you gonna your do? Worth. It's a what double else are you gonna DVD. do in jail? Yeah, double It takes DVD. almost your day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Danny Trejo's in it. Uh, Billy Bob. Oh, it's not. Yeah, I do remember this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Awesome. You know what we would also love to do though is plug again what you do because your spot is awesome, and I hope that all nine of our <laughs> listeners you. go there. Uh. So what? Hotel, what's the name? Yeah. What's <laughs> the name of your bar, Phil? And where? Where is it so people can find it? And, and yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's Jimbo Slims. It's on Graham and Newton in Greenpoint. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's just uh, it's just silly, stupid place. It's awesome. My favorite place in the world. It is awesome. I will say it's amazing, and 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 the food is actually really good, dude. They they used to have this like the tacos, all the hot sauce. Yo, if you like hot sauce, get the fuck in there, dude. So Mm. he Phil watched me once. They had these guys had like fifty hot sauces, and like five of them were kind of separate as like the hot hot sauce. They had like ghost chili pepper and like Mm. all that shit, and then a reaper. I poured each oh, yeah. one onto a chip and ate it just to see how, what, what it would be like. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. Phil, I do. I, I did want to touch on this uh, since we have you on, and because this is great for anybody listening. Uh, Phil was how long were you bartending before uh, Jimbo's? Uh, I've been in service since I was like a teenager, but bartending since uh, like twenty two. There you go. So. Phil has been in the service pretty much his entire adult life. I knew him throughout a lot of that great fucking dude. Uh, 
but you know, bartending is a young man's game to some degree. And you, you always wonder when you're what, when you're seeing your friends who are getting into their late thirties, forties, what direction is this going to go, especially, you know, whatever. So, and then in, in kind of a stroke of things, dominoes falling in the right way for, for Phil, he just found himself in a position where he could get his foot in the door for this small, I mean, listen, Jimbo Slims is a small neighborhood bar on in a place that hasn't really been all that successful in the past easily could have been a wash, but Phil took this one little chance and turned it into one of the most successful bars in the neighborhood, you yeah. know? And I, I think it's just such a cool thing to watch somebody who is in the industry, who was working hard, working hard, not a lot to show for it, I would imagine. Um, and then you got, the right time, right place, because you worked for it and you put yourself in that position. I and- pretty much hate going anywhere these days, and I love his bar. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and you took advantage Thank of that you. that situation, man. You know, like I, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a really cool story. And most of our guys that we've had on here, and myself and and Chris included, are, the the service industry is not. Uh, it's used supplementally to to go after other stuff. So you're one of the first people who's been here who has turned this into a legitimate career and 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 made a made a space for yourself and i i think that's commendable yeah. it's awesome hats off thank you yeah thank, yeah. thank you very much it means a lot yeah it means a whole lot for sure uh, I, I i i hope for and you know, everyone will to have the opportunity to do the same thing yeah. you know it's, it's a lot of fun or no that's great uh Dude, i also- swear to god i was i was nervous all day about this <laughs> i'm not even kidding like I was like, I was like, what am I going to say? This is so much fun. Good. Ah, we'll yeah, have to have you back I, I, I sometime. Seriously, like, oh, yeah. the second you took your shirt off, I'm like, well, I saw those nipples. Let's go. I was I like, am. it's fucking on. Let's Speaking go. Speaking of having fun, um, your Instagram's a lot of fun. Tell people where they can find you on social media as well. Yeah, love that uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just Jimbo Slim's Bar um, on uh, on Instagram. J-I-M-B-O-S-L-I-M-S, right? Just like you think? I'm sorry? Just like you think? J-I-M-B-O. S I L N S. Just put that in, right? Um, and you'll find it pretty quickly. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's basically just like dumb down yeah. jackass. If you can actually yeah, yeah. make that yeah. dumb down, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Check them out. They have great frozen drinks. They got fucking bomb ass tacos. They got board games, which I mm-hmm. fucking love a bar with board games. As basic yep. as that sounds, that's like yeah. one basic bitch uh, part of me. And they have um, Phil. And they have and Phil. They have uh, Phil. Have, Come uh, see have, Phil. Uh, we, we have we have water balloons. We have costume contests. Contest is for dog. Uh, oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> wait, contest is <laughs> yeah, not a sponsor. Uh, not a sponsor. Uh, there's, they there's, also there's, usually you gotta go. You usually have a funny movie on there. You usually have a funny movie on the TV with uh, closed captioning on. If you want to sit there by yourself and just fucking be yeah, entertained. The other week we had on, um, we had uh, we had Snow White on one TV and Sounds on the Lambs the other. So, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta cool. mix the shit up. Yeah, yeah. So anyone, you're, I mean, even if you're not in Brooklyn, I don't live in Brooklyn. I've been there a million times. Fucking check out Jimbo Slims on, what's the street again? Grand and uh, what? It's, it's, uh, it's on, uh, it's a 524 Graham Street, which is Graham, Graham and Newton. Uh, Graham and just Newton. on the north side of Meeker. Yes. So it's a bit basically it's just like, you know, Williamsburg, Greenpoint. Yeah, line. I know. I, cl- yeah. I called it Williamsburg earlier. To me, that feels like Williamsburg, but thing. I don't live there, so I don't want to be the one to decide. <laughs> it, yeah. uh, it, 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 the real first decide whatever doesn't matter yeah. but yes right there yeah it's uh it's just, uh, a, a little corner spot one person little spot you got outdoor seating is, too uh we, we have a we have a uh we have a 50 foot uh outdoor seating area 
It's on a one-way street on the corner, so there's no cars whizzing by. It's not crazy. Um, there's uh, there's uh, there's I'm doing kind of a Jurassic Park theme this summer. So inflatable dinosaurs all over the patio. Oh, amazing! I'm going to put out. Uh, I'm going to put out a screen and show Jurassic, Jurassic Park um, on weekends. Yeah. Like everywhere it's warm. <laughs> so I'm doing. I'm doing a dinosaur, a dinosaur themed patio for the summer, bro. Uh, you know I, I got also, a JP tattoo, right? You know what? I have no a way. Jurassic Park. Ta- it's on the side no of my way. knee. Let me see. Show it to him. Oh yeah. Show it to him. Let's go. Are you wearing pants? <laughs> You're sitting down the entire time. Wait. Say something, Chris. It's hard to it's hard to it's hard to yeah. show. Yeah. It's, it's hard a, it's to show okay. on the laptop, but it's essentially the logo. And I had uh it says spared no expense around the top. <laughs> I love That's it. I love awesome. it. And, it. And it cost 50 bucks. <laughs> it cost me nothing actually because it was my friend. Who was learning how to tattoo at the time did it for me uh for free because of part of her apprenticeship i mean i tipped her but that's yeah awesome that's amazing that's amazing yeah yeah that's great i, I I've, I've got a painting of jeff goldblum in the bar oh i love uh, that ooh. fucking painting jeff goldblum holding a small bill murray it's the best <laughs> it's amazing we need to get both of them in there <laughs> hell yeah well nice. listen man this has been a a, a blast honestly yeah. we'll definitely have you on again great. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for coming under. Thank you for checking Thanks. us out. Um, I appreciate Phil being here 100%. Check Phil, us out on you. Instagram and Twitter at Under the Apron. Check out Jimbo Slims at Jimbo Slims at Instagram and in real life on Graham Avenue in fucking Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Tip your bartenders. Tip your bartenders. Don't pass out in the bathroom. Phil, if you got to Put your pants up. Yeah, yeah. We all uh, learned that. If you do, make sure you're wearing Jankos. <laughs> Phil, you got anything to say to, to say goodbye to, to the listeners? I just want to meet the guy from Janko so badly. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, let's we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Never if anyone knows it. him, let us know. Get him Please on. Please do. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming under Woo. and taking a peek. Love you. Love you. Bye. Right. Thank you.